Hey everyone, welcome to Throwback to School, the episode where we talk about stuff we liked in high school and we figure out if it's good anymore or not. I am Andrew and with me is my uh, co-host who leaves me tickled pink every time we talk and her name is Liza, tickled pink, is that a thing? Tickled pink is like a... um, like oh I, I'm so happy he like tickled pink like you're laughing so much that you would turn a shade of of pink from laughing so hard you're so flush a pink hue on the cheeks yeah so oh so wow. it's like he 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 I'm laughing so hard the blood rushing to your face and you have turned a shade of pink to indicate how happy and gleeful you are to be talking to your co-host which is how I feel I mean yes the goal of this podcast is to make people pink uh, mostly me I, the podcast oh. this is a vanity project mostly to make me laugh so <laughs> oh boy i i hope i've come to the expectations well i did say did i not that uh this this is the podcast that has made me feel tickled pink so i think that is what has happened <gasps> nice yeah yes i uh, did it you did it liza speaking of being tickled pink we're actually talking about a, an artist with a name that kind of reminds me of a Pink, and her name is Pink. Oh, I thought we were going to talk about Elmo. Oh, we could. I mean, I have a whole thing about <laughs> Elmo if you want me to get oh, going. <laughs> All and right, let let's me just start crap with everything that I prepped. <laughs> yeah, because I've got something to say, and that is <laughs> Elmo is cute. He's great. He's the best um, puppet ever. <laughs> Um, I don't really know much about Elmo, so I'd rather talk about Pink. Oh, okay. Now, but maybe I, next time. Okay, next time. Yeah, we can both spend two weeks researching Elmo, and then we can both come together with our collective knowledge of Elmo. Great. You, Great. you scour one half of the internet, I'll scour the other half, and we'll come together with every fact about Elmo in, uh, yes. on the next episode. A little Easy teaser for peasy. the next episode. Just one half of the internet? Pfft. I can do that in my sleep. Right? Um... So, Liza, we're talking about the artist Pink. Yes, the artist, also known as Alicia Beth Moore. Oh, uh, <laughs> I don't think I, I, I honestly I don't think I knew her name. I think I knew it. I just also like Wikipedia Pink for this episode. Sure. And I just jot down some facts. Sure. Just for fun. Which is that her name is Alicia Moore. Is that what you said? Yeah. Isn't wow. it pretty? I love the name Alicia. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Everybody knows her as Pink or P exclamation point N K. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of a pretty like great stage name. Uh, absolutely, I think like it's so great. I, re- I love it. Um, I was I was aware of her when she kind of first hit the national scene. She kind of was like in that in that wave of of Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera. Like she kind of was on like the tail end of when they first came around and yes. i remember like mtv and you know the uh, radio kind of showing her as like the alternate the alternative version of like the the female pop stars like she had um yeah. she's the punk tomboy yeah like you mm-hmm. make me sick and like these songs that were like it wasn't so much about like love and you know like the things that britney and, and christina were singing about it was these like you make me sick and you know uh most girls want this and i want this thing it was like oh like she's 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 a little like grungy and alternative she's cool yeah yeah totally as it Uh, turns out which we're gonna get into she is cool (laughs) uh did you know that since we're talking about her beginnings did you know that she was discovered sort of like discovered as like a single artist or like a one person thing Mm -hmm. from a band she was in a girl band no i did not know that that. yeah uh called choice have you ever heard it no i've never i've never heard of it it was just on her on her wiki page Uh uh-huh and i i didn't look up choice because i was kind of scared honestly to (laughs) deep dive Uh into like 1998 girl band stuff i was like "Eh, i don't know that i ready for that yeah easily get dicey um, <laughs> uh especially because 
especially if you don't know that group, I feel like that means they didn't do that well. So then I was like, eh, not worth it. Um, but yeah, her first album came out as like a singular person in 2000, but I've actually never listened or heard it. I don't think you're talking about choice. Uh, no, the f- first pink album. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I forget what it's called. Even the first album I was, um, kind of introduced to pink on was, uh, misunderstood understood i don't even know how to say it because it's spelled funny it's spelled it, it is a wild spelling it's like m-i-z-z it misunderstood stadzud stadzud or whatever i don't even know i think that was the uh that was the bird in lion king right Stazu. yes i think that's what she was going for anyway i made a playlist for today do we want to this is like a throwback into Liza as a teen. Yeah. Liza, uh, do you want to get this party started? <laughs> That's me laughing with her. Liza, do you want to, um, as this as this playlist gets started and we get this party started, um, is this a playlist that you put together? I should have asked you before we start recording. Um is this a playlist that you want to play in this order that you sent me, or do you, do you want it, like, randomized? No, no random. Okay. It is in, it is in order, on purpose, from, like, my first exposure to Pink was the uh, Let's Get This Party Started song. Yeah. I think this is probably her biggest hit, right? Wouldn't you say? I think so. I think that's what she definitely was got peaked popular yeah. from and like uh, this, is, this is from the misunderstood album and if you don't recognize this song watch any movie from like 2005 to like 2010 and like a like a, a, a character who's like a little bit off of center like arrives at a, at a function this song will be playing <laughs> yes or like any college like any move, comedy set oh, in college. College time. parties It'd for sure. Like, yeah, like a uh, frat house or like a yeah, like a kegger or something yeah. to be playing in the background. And usually, like a nerd showing up to the party, this will be like playing as they enter screen. Yes, this song was introduced to me by a friend in probably like late middle school, actually. Um, but that's what started my enthusiastic love. Pink through high school. So a friend ran up to you, headphones in hand, theoretically a disc man in the other, like holding it like a delicate pizza pie so they don't scratch the CD. But like headphones dangling. Liza, you have to hear this. This is translated from French. Um, Liza, you have to hear this. Here, put on these headphones over your ears and listen to this play. And then Pink. For the I, first time. Yes, I think it was very similar to that. B-sides for the Walkman. I think it was more like we were at her house or something. And oh. She was like, this is my favorite CD. You have to wow. listen to Or something. And it was like singles. So I don't know. I forget if I've mentioned this before. But in France, I, think I, for, I don't think it was super popular to do that here. But in France, and I don't think it's popular to do it now because of the internet. But <laughs> like when like popular artists would come out with albums like they do the single right that's kind of like the teaser of the album and in france they would release the 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 single and maybe there were like one to three songs on a cd and those were like five euros which was like much more affordable than 15 to 20 euros for the full album Mm -hmm. and so because of like various reasons like our economic status at the time uh we could only afford singles and so a lot of i realized while revisiting pink is that a lot of the songs that i know from the earlier stuff are just like the main three songs and i don't know the rest of the album so that's what happened with misunderstood is Mm -hmm. i actually know only the like stuff that was on the single because i i never got to like 
really listen to the rest. Um, and then I, I don't think I ever like spent the time to revisit. They did that here too. There was a, like, they sold singles with like, you know, like you said, one or two more tracks on and they were like four bucks versus 15. And so if you only liked that song, it was a good, like cheaper way to get access to the song. Yeah. Um, and this is on top of like singles playing on the radio as yeah. well, of course. This was the first song, by the way, of hers where I was like, ooh, I think I really like Pink was this song. This song is still really strong for me. Yeah. This is numb. This is no. just like a pill. Oh, yeah. I just love the structure of this chorus. The... Yes, it's very early 2000 feeling, or mid maybe, like, because it's, what, 2001, two? Uh, good question. I don't know. Too bad neither I think my sound was 2001. Let's see. I'll look it up on the internet. Ooh, it's pink on the Wikipedia just sent me to the color pink. Hang on. <laughs> Yeah, you're right, 2001. Yeah, I, yeah. I was like, I again, I was like very aware of who Pink was, but never like super into her music because I think like, you know, uh, Get This Party Started and the stuff that she came out with earlier was like not my cup of tea, but this is the first one where I was like, oh, like this song is good. Mm-hmm. This was fun to revisit for sure this week. Um, there's there, the rest of Misunderstood to me is like very perfect, like thirteen year old. It's a movie. perfect album. I hear you. <laughs> uh, like, and I, I think I've mentioned that with when we talked about Avril Lavigne before, but I I never got into Britney Spears or Christina Aguilera or. Jessica Simpson or any of those gals, um, but when Avril Lavigne and Pink came out, I, I like that was much more relatable to me as mm-hmm. a thirteen to eighteen year old or so, maybe eleven, like that kind of like mid teenage years, and and actually re-listening to Pink again, especially the Misunderstood album. Uh, I, I don't know. It, it was funny to me because, like, I technically, when I listened to that album or those songs, I didn't understand English yet fully. Yet the lyrics, now that I understand them, are like, I can totally see why 13 year old Liza was like totally engulfed in like the drama of it all. <laughs> And like how like into her own feelings she is, Oof. and like there's a lot of songs about like being mad at her mom, and I don't know. It was very, Thirteen-year-old like... Liza is messy. <laughs> She's uh, drama. Thirteen-year-old yeah. Liza is drama. And honestly, angry like an angry kid. And there's a lot of songs that Pink produced at the time. Did you misunderstood and I'm not dead, which comes up later in this uh, playlist. Felt like I see now why I like loved the music so much. This is a new song to me. I don't think I've heard this song before. This is called Family Portrait. Yeah, this one is what I'm talking about. On this Throwback to School Radio. News and weather coming up next on Throwback to School Radio. (laughs) He's just so moody. There's something about her voice that's like she's a good singer. She Mm -hmm. can go like she her range is pretty 
like wide but there's like a raspiness to her voice that I think I just like that was like new to me as a kid um instead of like like because Christina was like diva and she I feels also like never listened to like Mariah Carey or anything like that so it's like very like pop diva and then Britney was like she doesn't have as much of a range but it was somewhat similar it so feels like with like Christina and Britney it feels like Britney Spears like she is of course very talented she's not without talent but like she was like just she was like right time right place like she's she's very talented in terms of singing and dancing but she's not like a world like once in a lifetime talent in either category but I think she came at the right time Christina like Aguilar's voice feels like she was like this is a this is like obviously I'm being kind of uh, overly dramatic about it but it sort of feels like she was a gift from God in terms of like her voice like she is she feels like she was put on earth for like one reason that is to sing and she's obviously a, a fully realized person and and does other things well but like her voice is just like uh, it's insane how good her voice is um and not to say that like other singers and you know pink as we're the person we're talking about also doesn't have a great voice but christina aguilera it was just like she was meant to do it versus like i feel like britney was right time right place and then pink great voice and i think like she carved out her niche and was able to do wonderful things um but for me that was kind of how i always perceived the three of them especially i don't know why the three of them get lumped together so much but yeah and i think a lot of the, the lyrics that pink wrote uh slash maybe were written for her i'm not sure if it's maybe a combo um were more than just about like boys yeah and it feels to me from what i know of of britney and and christina which I, you know show me that i'm wrong i'm happy to to see that they've sung about different things but pink had like maybe every third or fourth song on an album might have been about like i don't know a relationship or a boy or something like that but there's a lot of other stuff in her lyrics like relationship with her family or um like relationship with herself and i think i liked that as a kid and revisiting it now i like i feel like almost like proud of my 13 year old self to be like <laughs> yeah that, that, those are good choices <laughs> mm -hmm. i know what you mean it's it's tough like I, I obviously i'm not like a you know i'm no biographer on um christina aguilera or uh christina aguilera or britney spears's <laughs> life but it feels like just through their music and again, like, because I haven't gone through the entire Christina Aguilera or Britney Spears or Pink catalog, to be frank, it always mm -hmm. felt like there was just more below the surface of Pink songs than there were Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera songs until a bit later when they start to kind of, their music starts to mature with their age. It always felt like there's there was more behind Pink's music than like, like you said, like Britney or Christina singing about a boy. Yeah, that's that's how I felt anyway. Um, but the uh, I'm realizing that I'm not looking at the playlist, so I'm gonna do that. So I know what's coming up next. Um, but there's there's a pretty big like, this is for early pink. Um, I have very different feelings coming up later on with Pink. Like, I think later on it was a lot more about relationships with men, um, which is not bad. It's just like, if you're not into that, then it's kind of hard to want to listen to it. Sure. I've also never heard this song. I love the the little like I don't know what do you call that like noises like non singing parts just sound effects in the of the two thousands. Um, this song, uh, not to I don't mean to denigrate our our subject here and friend Pink, 
but this is like this is very much it's reminding me of um you know like my name is andrew and i'm here to say i'm here to <laughs> rap in a rapping way like it's she's like it feels a little bit like my name is pink and i'm here to say i'm gonna rap about a boy anyway like it's it's a little yes. like it's also totally like uh either trying to do an homage maybe just like stealing from the RESPCT song because it is this song is called Respect and they do like that's like part of the refrain and there's like I don't know I think she even like spells it out a couple times in the song uh-huh. so I don't know if it's like this song inspired me to write this or more like a little bit of appropriation I'm not really yeah. sure it's time um, to move Aretha Franklin off her off her throne Somebody else needs to sing a song about respect, and I've got the perfect one. Yeah. <laughs> My name is Pink, and I'm here to say I'm going to rap in a respectful way. <laughs> yes, turns out Pink was living her best, like, 45-year-old <laughs> white dad life. <laughs> <laughs> I discovered rap for the first time this week. Let me Let me break it down for you kids. It's also featuring Scratch. I don't know who the fuck Scratch I is. I have no idea. It's probably who like came up with the beat. There it is. She spelled it out for you. But to be fair, the sentiment of the song is also like when like girls should stand up for themselves and oh. boys are dumb. So I, I'm absolutely. all about that. I, absolutely. I was not. Yeah, I... I, I'm just having a little. F- I, you know, I'm having I'm having my fun with the way she's going about it. But yeah, the subject matter is is fine. Uh, I don't. I didn't actually remember that song very well when they it came up when I was going through that album. Um, only maybe like vaguely the beat, but I, I thought I would put it on there because I thought it was kind of like an, an interesting change on the album especially because it starts by being very like punky mm-hmm. alternative like you were d- describing earlier and this one is like not that at all oh i remember this one This is, this is super angsty. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Like, I'm seeing myself, like, singing that song loudly in my bedroom as a kid. Feeling so edgy. Don't me. I do remember this song. Obviously not that well, I just sang I the wrong It's highly self-deprecating and so fucking moody and angsty, but like, also like that's life. <laughs> yeah, I know. Those are real moods, and and this, this oh, by the way, the lyric she just said, where it's like, "L.A. told me you'll be a pop," like the sort of like commentary on the industry that she's doing very well in is like a very. Um, like early 2000s pop star thing of like hey they're not like you know like she's going against the system whoa like it's that sort of like fake punk thing where it's like like I'm sure like Blink 182 was probably doing it too where it's like we'll comment on this on the entire industry and that'll make us more punk yeah it's like it's like they're trying to prove themselves they're not a total sellout right like <laughs> and i'll like, just well my... we're taking all the money and right we're really glad that la is helping us like improve our career but right. also like we didn't we're still want to like suck it to the man it's well it's like it's the sort of thing like they wrote that lyric and then they might as well like cashed like a hundred thousand dollar check just from writing that line from the music industry it was you know not that there's like the, the music industry is so fucked up in so many ways, but, like, it's a very, like, it's a very, like, I'm a famous pop star. Let me comment on the industry to sort of give to my credibility. The, like, look at how much I hate the system. 
Now put me on MTV. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's funny. But this song is a is a bop. It's a banger. Mm-hmm. It slays. Um, this is the last one that I put on the playlist of of Miss Miss Understoozies. Yeah, Miss does to. It's a good one to go off on. I I had forgotten about this song. It was very nice to hear this again. Yeah, makes you feel great about yourself. I feel yeah, I feel awesome listening to this. Now here comes the next this next song is what replaced Get This Party Started whenever like a mm-hmm. character w- who's a little bit left of center maybe uh shows up to a scene. This song then replaced that song as the anthem for that. Yes. Mm. This is the song it's playing when like the like the car like zooms in front of the like courthouse and then the door <laughs> swings open and then the character kind of comes out like you know like suit sort of askew because they like got drunk the night before so they're slightly hung over and they're gonna like cake a garbage can on their way out because yeah. they're so hardcore exactly yeah like throws uh, their throws their keys at like not a valet and they're like the person catches like what me uh yes also this is like because of the guitar riffs i feel like this is pink being like like still holding on to her edge like it's like i'm still hardcore i'm still like I mean, you know, the song is good. I'm not, you know, you know I, like she's still in the pop world. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I just like, I think there's a lot of change between like her first few albums and then the last, the last few ones she came out with, which is not bad. Like, why would someone stay in the same like mood and, and liking of the same art like 20 years later or whatever? Like, right. It's just like interesting because I just consumed like about six of her albums in a week, and so seeing <laughs> the change was like, oh my goodness. This, by the way, this album, try this. Yes. So the songs I put on this playlist for this album, this particular album, there's only like three, and I think they're the like what we talked about earlier, the like single songs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The rest of this album is much more like emo rock, which I wrote down to Green Day for me. <laughs> I should, you mean I should put this on a Is This Green Day playlist for you? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's very weird. I Like, Pink to me has two identities, which is like, you know, like songs that have like a lot of like um is trauma the wrong word like there's it feels like there's a lot that she has to say and then there's songs like this where it's just like i'm gonna make a million dollars from this song like it's just like it's a pop song it's good she's good at it but it feels like a very it feels like two different sides of two completely different coins are like the two identities of her music i I, yeah i do feel yeah i see what you mean by that um, it, it's like there's some songs that are like some of the lyrics are like oh my gosh like she needs to process a lot of shit right like really real and like really intense and then some of her songs are like this is pop and let's have fun and kick the can and like let's get drunk I don't know it's just yeah <laughs> this one I mostly put it because the title makes me laugh God is a DJ <laughs> It might also have been in a Sandra Bullock song or a movie. Like either like Miss Congeniality or. I could see that. I, I don't remember. Like, um, or the blind forces side. Forces of nature. I think it was in the blind side when she shows up at that, uh, that uh, lower end black community and is a white savior for that kid. I think it's definitely playing that. I have you problems mean the whole with movie? Yeah. <laughs> I have problems with the blind side. I don't know if you can tell. 
I, I think a lot of us have problems with the blind side. Okay, so these, these lyrics, when I was a kid, and it, like it, I enjoy listening to this, this song because it reminds me of like how in awe I thought those lyrics were, how in awe it was that mm -hmm. those lyrics seem so clever. Oh, yeah. Like, if God is a DJ, then life is a dance floor and you're the music. That's like, like it, it's, you were like, <laughs> you were like 20 seconds away from that, like, I don't know if they do this in France, but like in America, we have like senior quotes under your picture, and it feels like that's like you're 20 seconds away from putting that under your senior photo. Oh, if we had yearbooks and anything like that in France, I, there is a high chance yeah. that would have been my quote, even though I've never been religious my I, entire life. It doesn't matter. Like the, <laughs> the the senior quotes are always so pretentious and stupid, and like. It's it's, it's the per good. it's the perfect high school senior quote. God is a DJ. Life is a dance floor. You get what you give, and then like people are like, "Whoa, what?" It's so like bullshit philosophy. Right? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm being so deep right now. Yeah. Do you see my feelings? But also this song is like also a bop. Like this is, I can't I, stop like wiggling on my seat. I have like legit not like other than the, the, the sort of like corny rapping part of that other song. Like I haven't, I didn't, and even then I didn't dislike the song, mm -hmm. but I've liked all this music. I think Pink is great. And of course I've just selected the ones that I liked out of the album. Right. So. Maybe I don't know. Like, it'd be I'd be curious to like if people feel like out of this album, there's there are songs that are much better. I mean, you didn't include one of my all-time favorite Pink songs. What is it? You in your hand. Oh, we'll have to listen to it. I don't think I know that. What album is it from? Uh, I think it's from the next album after this one. Um, but it's basically about like a guy trying to pick her up at the bar and she like tells him to buzz off and go jerk off. <laughs> That's like the <laughs> you in your hand. It's just like, you're not getting it from me. So you may as well just go crank it out on your own. Cause you're not getting it from me. That's great. That does sound like her. All right. What's coming up? Waiting for love. Okay, I don't remember this song. I think I probably added it to show that there are lots of songs on this album that I don't really like. <laughs> <laughs> so on this podcast where we talk about stuff we liked in high school, you're illustrating a song that you don't like. Yeah, there's something like, I think it was like too country-ish or something. And I was like, ugh. I mean, it's not one of her better songs on this playlist so far. I'll say that. It's so like, now I'm not saying that's what I thought then. Like right now I'm listening to this and I, it's very like new age kind of. Yeah. It feels sort of like mid '90s, like female singer. Like it's a little like Coors, sort of yes. cranberry-ish. Like it's like I totally agree. Like Cheryl Crow. Yeah. And yeah. Yes, I definitely added it to this list to show like. While I was listening to the albums, the ones I remembered were the ones I knew I liked. And then there were like a majority of the albums sometimes that I was like, I don't recall any of this whatsoever. Right. And I just like, it's it's just like so funny how your memory is so selective. Mm -hmm. of, like, I obviously did not like this as a kid. And, there, and that's why I just didn't even bother yeah. like, remembering it. This song, by the way, is five and a half minutes long. Oh, we can skip, which is a thing I used to do a lot. Like, 
there are lots of music that I say I really like, but then someone will like play a particular song. I'm like, oh, if it's a song I didn't like, I would just skip the CD. Yeah. Like, I would not let myself listen to something I did not like. Oh yeah. Now this is Stupid Girls. This is from the I'm Not Dead album and I wrote down my jam. My jam. I think this is the only album I actually owned fully. Not just a single or not just listening on the radio. Like I actually own that one and that one is Definitely the one that had the most songs I remembered, so I didn't put all of them. I only did two on this one. It's fair. I don't remember this song at all. Was this a, was this a single? Uh, possibly. This is like 2008, maybe? Yeah, seems right. I, I love that, like, oh, the music dropped out, and then, like, I was about to say the words, break it down now, and then the guy in the song actually said it. So. <laughs> well, you Same know your 2000 music well. I should be a music producer, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, Andrew, that's a great idea. <laughs> You have such a great ear for things. <laughs> what would be your label name? True Dog Records. Mm. Strong. Thank you. Who would be the first artist you'd try to book? The first artist? Probably the Beatles. Shut up. <laughs> such a liar. I don't know. Uh, do I think? guess somebody and not that famous. Think? Like the Beatles, uh, somebody people haven't really heard of. You're all know. about that cash. Somebody like I want like I want to find like an artist that like people haven't really heard their sound, like a Taylor Swift or something, you know. I'm and, shaking my head for and then to like and then for like just the sound, like somebody a little more alternative, like the Bare Naked Ladies or something. Just like an edge, you know? I want I want my label to have like, you know, sort of like different sounds. You know what I mean? Everything on the spectrum. Yeah. Taylor Swift to The Bare Naked Ladies. The Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of everything for A little bit of everything. This next song is like very different. So heads up. Thank you for the warning. I was expecting, what is this next? I'm going to be Stupid Girls Part 2. <laughs> Stupider song. I mean, uh, considering the subject matter, you might call this song Stupid Boys Part Infinity. <laughs> As the song is called Dear Mr. President. This is featuring Indigo Girls. Mm-hmm. This is uh, George W. Bush second mandate, maybe, time. Let's pretend it must have not been 2008. Maybe it was early 2008. Well, I mean, yeah, it could be early 2008 because we didn't elect the Obamster until late 2008. So The Obamster? <laughs> uh, tip of my glass a and a one. cheers to B.B. Obamster. Um, this I loved. So in high school, I was automatically gonna like a pop star doing an acoustic song. I was such a sucker for it. Lady Gaga. The only song I ever listened to from Christina Aguilera was an acoustic song. It's so, um, it's like being political. Yeah, it um, it has a little bit of the uh, the Dixie Chicks, um, 
vibe of like when they started to get a little political. It's very like to me like inspired by Bob Dylan type stuff. Um, and then here the comes book. Bob Dylan in the song. Dear Mr. President. Oh Lord. I'm here with my friend Pink. And war. <laughs> I'll hand it back to my friend Pink here. I just want to pop in and say war. Now I'll turn my back to my audience. And I thought I was like so cool by listening to this. Maybe they should re-release the song today. Well... I don't think she, <laughs> the current president, I think she can't even, like, just writing a song about it is just not enough. Right. Uh, the idea of taking a walk with him is not even, like. <laughs> yeah. I think at the time she was still trying to reason. I think, reason. well, I think, like, not to get too deep into 2007 slash 8 George W. Bush politics but i think there was always a feeling that he was like a dumb guy and a bad guy but like not an unreal like like the he seems like the sort of person that like people felt like they could at least like have a conversation with versus like the current sitting president there's just no like like as much as like w was a bad guy and a war criminal and horrible things that we all forget now that we have a worse president um he was like the kind of person that seemed like a real human being underneath that stuff and yes now we just have like a ego monster who wouldn't listen to you for any reason whatsoever and same with his whole cabinet yeah should we skip to the next song yeah, let's do it. Okay. The next one is also acoustic, I think. Yeah. It's a bit more like country bluegrassy. This feels like a jewel. Um... Mm-hmm. I've always been a sucker and a weakness for a boy With a guitar and a drink in his hand His words were like heaven in my hurricane My knees buckled under, I thought everyone was watching me Watching you save my life with the song you This song is probably one of the... This one is like full on about like falling in love with a boy that uh-huh. I still really like. I think what I really like about her going acoustic like that is it just like falls on. It feels like she can like fully embrace her like raspy ness. Lisa, what you're saying is no matter what years bring us, you'll never be so jaded that you won't love love. Is what you're saying. Yes, that's what people know me for. Mm-hmm. I am definitely not too cynical. To no, Liza. <laughs> we see through it, is what I'm saying. This veiled <laughs> mask that you're wearing, where you're trying to act cynical, we're taking the mask off, and you love, oh. love. Not in public, I hope. Mm. We're taking it off in public. <gasps> Dangerous. You're catching... Uh, Love, All the love COVID. Love 19. <laughs> I'm gonna like pin this song. I still really like it. Put a pin in it. Put a pink in it. Put a pink in it. <laughs> it's so good, like. I love singing in my car by myself. That's my favorite place to sing, and I can already tell. I mean, besides on stage in front of people. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you say we go to the next song, Liza? Let's do it. 
This next song is from the album that followed was Fun House. Here comes a, this is another in a series of characters showing up at a party songs. <laughs> and those are always the bops or the yeah. single songs. This is the third in her person showing up at a party trilogy. We could probably make like a mini series of just like vignettes of people entering parties. I'm going to make a movie that's just based on these three pink songs. She'll be put in the credits, inspired by Pink. <laughs> so this is like similar to what we were saying earlier with the, the LA lyric, where it's like literally saying, I'm still a rock star, saying like, I'm doing shit ton of pop music, but I'm still hardcore inside of me, trying to like tell the world that she's still got an edge. I also love, uh, the, I love the lyric. It's so, it means... Like the weird, they're just words put together of, so what? I'm still a rock star. I've got my rock moves. <laughs> what are rock moves? It's like, it's the, it's the, um, the magnet poetry thing where you're just like throwing words against the wall. Like rock moves means nothing. Like this it's, shit you put on your fridge? Yes. Like the term rock moves is so nonsense. I think the only rock move I know is the bullhorn and the people you mean thing. the people's eyebrow that the rock does the the tilted eyebrow that's a rock move okay i guess like head banging is a rock move <laughs> right so is that what she means she can still head bang with all of her long hair <laughs> anyway i don't re-listening to funhouse this is the only song I could like see myself listen again, but more I learned, like nostalgia. Yeah. Uh, the rest I wrote still like it, but a little too poppy. I mean, this is like again, this was a single, and it was definitely like the most like. This is like, like we said, it's like the it's the third in her like songs that like appear in a lot of movies, <clears throat> and. I don't know. It's good. I still like it. She's good at them. Yeah. It, honestly, it starts with this song. This is where it starts to encroach on like Katy Perry styles, and then everybody knows how I feel about that. You love her. <clears throat> I love nineteen. Her. You're opening your heart to Katy Perry. Is what you're saying? Oh, that's so nice to hear. Oh, I, why is that so sweet? I'm opening, I'm taking off my mask in public for her. Wow, <laughs> uh, the ultimate show is respect. <laughs> R-E-S-P-C-T, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, so we can move up. on to the next and last one of this playlist. Well, this song is, like, on for six more seconds, so just... Write it out, Perfect. huh? Just give me a reason. Liza, what do you want to say about this song? <laughs> this last song on the playlist. This is from the album The Truth About Love. And I wrote, I'm out. Inspiration cat poster lyrics with lots of collaborations. <laughs> What a great I, song to end your playlist on. I mean, this played, and I was like, oh, I remember this, but only because it came on the radio. And it's featuring Nate Ruess, which I think is the main singer of Fun Period. I do remember this song. It was like a, everywhere for a minute. That's wow. You know what? I always thought that Jack Antonoff was the lead singer of Fun, but this is the 
singer Fun's voice. Is Jack Antonoff from something else, or is he like he's the in other fun. guy? He is in Fun. I guess he's just another member of the band. Wow, this song should have really been on Fun House. Fun period house. Liza? Hello? Liza? I legit can't tell if Liza is no-selling my joke or if her screen I think we lost Liza. I think my joke killed her. You know what? Uh, before we get to the surprise prize, why don't we take a little break? We'll be right back. Okay, so we're back. Liza, now that we have gone through the years of Pink, your playlist, you've recovered, what do you give listening to Pink here today? Out of five um, five f- feelings of being misunderstood. <laughs> um, out of five misunderstood uh, feelings, I would give listening to Pink again a three. Well, I'll say four. I just, I'm just gonna go in my gut. Four. Cool. Uh, it was. It was fun, uh, and I would just stick. I would probably just stick to the things I liked then. I think uh, I didn't have time to listen to her most current, most recent albums. That is going to be my next thing um, in the upcoming days. I do think that I want to see like because she does have an album. Her latest, she had something from twenty nineteen looks like she has like a collaboration with someone else in 2020 um i didn't so those two there's also an album from 2017 beautiful trauma so i will continue my like anthology review Mm um i'm worried that it it will get more and more poppy as it comes uh but i'm still gonna do it and it was really fun to revisit things i haven't listened to since like early high school yeah uh and like kind of embrace little angsty 13 year old Liza cute give her some love um because uh you know sometimes you're st- you're angry and that's okay yeah absolutely um how about you did you enjoy this playlist yeah I I, I like pink I like her music I in fact like you were talking about some of her later stuff I think, um, God, what is the name of the song? Walk Me Home, I think is like one of her best songs. And I mm. um, I, I have it on like a playlist of my own. And so like it's a song I choose to listen to. And so I really like that song a lot. There's some of these songs on this playlist was like a joy to hear again because I haven't heard them in years. And then some of them I haven't heard at all. Um, the, some of the songs that I had not heard before, I think I understand why because I didn't, I didn't like them very much, but I still enjoyed most of it. So I think I'll give Alicia a three and a half out of five. Very good. If you are one of the maybe fewer people that like pink, but and but don't know as much of the like acoustic stuff, I would also highly recommend the YouTube video of a live uh, performance she had in New York quite a few years back where her and her dad performed on stage and cute yeah her dad wrote the song he's a vietnam vet and he wrote this song like she says it in the video that he wrote it like about 40 years ago or whatever Mm -hmm. um and it's called uh i have seen the rain you just google i have seen the rain with pink and her dad it's gonna pop up it's a lovely performance it's so sweet um she even mentions that like that's there at least she says that i don't know how real it is i assume it's real that it was like the first and perhaps only time he's ever performed in front of people yeah and it's like a giant concert 
um it's just very sweet and uh if you want some sweet internet time these days i would highly recommend that that's very cute look it up um yeah liza you ready for the surprise prize yes yes oh we didn't really talk about this do you have a surprise prize I do, but if you do too, we can. No, do I don't yours. have one. I don't have one. Oh, great. Okay. I'm glad that you had one because this could be a disaster if neither of us had one. Oh, my one. God. How embarrassing. Have you registered to vote, Fernando? <laughs> don't forget that you have a deadline in your state to register to vote. Whether in, in mail-in or an in-person, vote Fernando. Uh, uh, Liza, what's the surprise prize? Welcome to this week's surprise prize. I love that you just said that. Uh, actually, a lot of states, their deadline to register to vote is tomorrow, Monday, which by the time this, this episode is already, comes out, this, it yeah, will that be four days too late. So you've heard it here first. <laughs> you missed it. Uh, <laughs> You missed it by four days. Um, this is a perfect segue into this uh, surprise prize as what I wanted to do with you, Andrew, uh. if you want to, is if you can pull up Pink's very first album. Okay, here we which go. Which I just mentioned I've never listened to. And let's listen to it together. This is the Can't Take Me Home. 2000 so this would have come out when you came out in high school i was yeah so you want to you want me to start playing can't take me home yes starting with the song split personality <laughs> yes <laughs> okay uh and while we do that uh we're gonna i have pink's twitter account pulled up here okay let me know when you and want it, me to start playing this song uh, okay. What I want to do is actually read out some of Pink's tweets lately because she's been such a fucking like inspiration trooper on Twitter in terms of our like upcoming election and mm-hmm. our current president. And I'm all about it. And I'm a very, I can be a very angry person and I just love like fit my mood so i hope that will inspire everybody to get registered and get voting in the last the next couple weeks sure you can go ahead okay Mm. this is very r&b it's also, it's so 2000. This. <laughs> okay. One tweet was pretty good. She uses a lot of all caps, which is great. Um, the way forward is not what we're doing. We are all one people, even though the racist in charge has confused things because he himself is confused. We are all better than this. Even Trump supporters know this. We are all better than this. I don't know that I think supporters know that, but still a good tweet. Yeah. Vote the racist, childish, ignorant, tax-evading, draft-dodging clown out of office. <laughs> Who could she be talking about? <laughs> um, my vote goes to an adult with experience that I acts as well or better than I expect my children to behave. Joe Biden. And the last one I wanted to read was uh, where did it go? America. Are you okay with this dipshit? (laughs) Seriously. I'm so ashamed that we are We've lowered ourselves to even consider another term for this shameful loser. Even if you think it's still defendable behavior, your children are watching. 
He writes all the moods. I love it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you're if you're in one of those states that had a deadline that passed by, um, I apologize. But if you are in a state that still has a deadline coming up, make sure that you register to vote, and uh, don't disappoint Pink. If if she tweets about you because you didn't vote, it's going to be in all caps, and you're going to be embarrassed. Uh, yeah, she's definitely going to be at your door, at your Twitter door about your it. Twitter door knocking, tweet tweet tweeting on heaven's door about uh, <laughs> what a horrible person you are. Anyway, thanks for listening to this uh, surprise prize. Thanks for supplying the surprise prize. And uh, Liza, while you're uh, on the internet registering to vote, also don't forget to go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash goodtalkstudio, and subscribe there and get some bonus episodes of the show. And then, I don't know, why don't you go over to instagram.com slash school and follow us there and then i guess while you're doing that you might as well go to twitter.com slash tbt school and follow us on there too i guess while you're doing that you can do that yes since you all you're doing is internet things these days that's right follow us please please and uh hey see you tomorrow see you tomorrow Bye bye